Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 5000. BVBVBVBVB. You watch your mouth, Twinkie, or I will wash your voice modulator out with soap. Have a nice flight. the pilots the podcast my name is aaron with me as always is my b2bb cameron how are you doing today honey exactly 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 tweaky (laughs) was maybe the best character ever ever (laughs) (laughs) so how are you doing this week doing doing how about you hun doing okay doing Mm -hmm. okay the week's over for us well not not for me not for you i've still got nine more days of hardcore work yes Yes. Because we're going to go on vacation. So, yeah. hey, I might as well say right now, mm-hmm. probably next week's episode will probably be a little late because we're going to be on vacation when I would normally. Mm, I think we can squeeze it in there. Maybe. We'll see what, what happens. But yeah. there's a, if, if we are late, just know that we went We're on taking three days. Three whole days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and our kids don't know. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a huge surprise for them. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, We're just going to go up to a private cabin in the woods. No people. No people. And I'm just going to scream. Yep, you're just yeah. going to scream into the woods like a like a yeah. Sasquatch. Yes, and then I'm going to find Bigfoot, and we're going to run away together. It's going to be great. You're going to run away yeah. with Bigfoot? Yeah. That's why we're going? That's the plan, babe. <laughs> wow. I'm getting cucked by the <laughs> by Bigfoot. It's great. Um, so this week, as promised, we watched the 1979 show, mm-hmm. Buck Rogers of the 25th Century. Yes. Uh, do you want to give us a show synopsis of this? Of course, show? but I think the title gives it away. <laughs> Pretty much, yep. All right. 20th century astronaut emerges out of 500 years of suspended animation into a future time to become Earth's greatest hero. You know what was weird to me? What? I just realized now. Mm. I mean, like, of course, I wrote this down. Um, a while ago, because I got these like notes a while ago, but the show takes place or initially takes place mm. in 1987. Yes, that's when it starts apparently. And I thought the show was filmed in 1987, like yeah. until yeah. But I mean, like in terms of like, but it's how, not. It was filmed in 1979, like almost a decade. Well, earlier. that's ridiculous. But so like, they actually thought we would have massive space travel within 10 years of that time. Yeah, period. after the moon thing was done, they're yeah. like, "Oh, and in the next decade, we're just going to be sending up solo pilots constantly, just constantly going out, no direction, wow. and if just, they get frozen, exploring. if yeah. they get frozen by a fluke combination <laughs> of chemicals in a perfect combination that will keep you in suspended animation <laughs> for five centuries." Beyond frozen temperatures, beyond your imagination. I can imagine. I can imagine some hardcore frozen temps. (laughs) Negative two degrees. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, and then the episode synopsis, I actually wrote here basically the same as the show synopsis. Like, that's what this episode is about. In fact, I found out just before we walked in here, this is actually on Letterboxd. 
Because I guess it was shown as like as a, the two part like a TV oh, okay. movie when it first came. Oh, out. gotcha. Well, we watched part one because they're separated now into episodes. E- exactly. So we just watched part one. We didn't get to see how he saved the day. He's gonna save it, though. but we know he's gonna save it. Well, don't don't worry. Don't worry, Buck B- Rogers got will it. save the day. Buck's got it. <laughs> Him and Colonel, what's her name? Deering. 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 Yeah. Deering. <laughs> Faux Leia, quasi Leia. Yeah, Faux Leia. <laughs> Wanna be Leia. <laughs> Wanna be Leia. Uh, this show is starring, is it Gil or Jill? Gil, I guess. Gil Gerard as Captain William Buck Rogers. Yeah, it's short for Gilbert. Yeah, I guess it is Gilbert. Yeah. Gilbert Bly. Gilbert Bly. <laughs> uh, he was in, you might know him from such films as Reptosaurus. Nope, I don't. And Earth Force, but that's uh, like a acronym, so it's E-A-R-T-H Force. Do you want to take a guess what that might stand for? Extraterrestrial. Nope. Oh, okay. Extraterrestrial is one word. Okay, yeah. Acclimatation. <laughs> uh, theater. Nope, you, you missed the R. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, reactionary. Television. Television. Heroes. Heroes, yes. <laughs> yes. Force. Force. Yeah. <laughs> what does it stand for? Is that it? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We, we should look it up because I think it's a TV show that lasted for like a season. Oh, okay. So we should check it out at some point. All right. Uh, we have Aaron Gray as Colonel Wilma Deering. Her name's Wilma? Wilma? What a weird name for her. Wilma? Okay, I don't know of any woman named Wilma. I would like to know. I would like to know if any of our listeners know a Wilma. A Wilma, like who's not a Flintstone. No, not a Flintstone. No. Yeah. yeah. Like a legit Wilma. Well, much like this Wilma, I don't know what Wilma Flintstone sees in her husband either. I don't. I don't He's like abusive. He's horrible. I don't know what women are thinking. They're not. They're not. You, you don't have to settle for these like horrible people. <laughs> She was in such movies as A Christmas Princess and My Christmas Inn. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Felix Silla, who must have been the person inside of Tweaky. No, Uh, that's like a little toddler in there. I don't know who it is, but uh, he was in Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Oh, maybe he was. Okay, maybe it is a little person inside there then. Maybe, yeah. And uh, the Dukes of Hazzard. Okay. And then we have Mel Blanc. As Tweaky's voice, the just basically the beady 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 beady, and then like every once in a while he's like, "This fucking sucks." I don't think he says it like that. Yeah. Well, he has a weirdly deep voice. No, I meant the content. This fucking sucks. But it's so weird because Tweaky is definitely like a little page boy, or something. But then his voice is like. Look, you're gonna get us killed. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, obviously does the voices in. He did millions of voices. Uh, he framed Roger Rabbit, Daffy Duck's Quackbusters. Mel Blanc was wow. huge in the. Uh, he's like the old Frank Welker. I see. This was released September 20th, 1979, and ran until 1981. Wow. Uh, the number one song was My Sharona by The Knack, <laughs> and the number one movie was Apocalypse Now. Oh, so you got home from the theater watching Apocalypse Now. And you're like, it's Listen. Buck Rogers time. <laughs> <laughs> Take me away. <laughs> what were your predictions for this? Did you have? I didn't have any because you know I like Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. So right. I I I figured I shouldn't. Really you and I have watched many times yeah. the old serials with Buster Crab, starring mm-hmm. Buster Crab. So where he plays both. 
Buck, Buck Rogers, Rogers and, and Flash Gordon, Gordon, which is why I confuse them so easily. And I believe he played Tarzan for a yes. long time, too. Yes, he did. And he was like a Olympic swimmer, I believe. Yes, he was. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, Gil Gerard had big shoes big, to fill. Big, big boots to fill, and he didn't fill them. <laughs> Uh, my prediction was I think it will be a delightfully cheesy space opera. Mm, yeah. Uh, tonally, I expect more of a Batman 66 vibe than <laughs> Star Trek, but I think it will be charming, though dated. Mm. Um, yeah, I think so. I, it, actually, more Star Trek than Batman 66. I thought it would be more cheesy than it was. Right. But and, they're busy talking about how we destroyed the Earth. Yeah, like in, like a straight up, like, what and it was a straight new- up Picard episode. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, we have... 40 years later, it's the same damn episode. Well, and this is what I said to you. <laughs> At one point, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell people right now. This is my, my feelings, overall feelings about the show. I didn't hate it. No, I didn't. I thought it. it was actually quite enjoyable in the cheesy... Oh, I had so much fun making fun of it. ...dated sort yeah. of way. Mm-hmm. However, and like a, a thought occurred to me. I was like, you know, they should really remake this. And then I was like, but they have already. Because yeah. Farscape mm-hmm. is basically this. Guardians of the Galaxy is basically this. Yeah. Obviously, those two properties are borrowing heavily from this. Yes. But mm-hmm. if, so if you bring back this, everyone would accuse it of ripping off them now. Right. Because, well, you know, Star Wars ripped off Buck Rogers. Yeah, yeah. So she's not even a wannabe Leia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's she's the, like, She's progenitor. the O-Ridge. Yeah, she's yeah. what Leia's based on. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I was, I was like, well, that's kind of sad because I'm like, this is the original and I think right. it has, like, all the the bones of it. Like, you have kind of a mm-hmm. chauvinistic kind of hero who's, like, the womanizer hero who's a Kind of out of place, mm-hmm. but he's got a heart of gold, and you know Buster Crab was never chauvinistic. You know Buster Crab wasn't, and I did miss. Was it was it Buck Rogers? Yeah, it's got to be Buck Rogers, where he had a little kid sidekick, which I assume is what Tweaky is <laughs> substituting. Right. You remember that? Because like I was like I thought it was Flash Gordon, but I think mm-hmm. Flash had Doctor Zarkov and, and Dale. And Dale. Yeah. So I don't I don't remember him having a kid sidekick. No. So I think not. Buck had the side. Yeah. Back. How'd yeah. they both get frozen in time? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that kid. Right? Yeah. So I kind of like... Okay. I think it might have been fun for our Buck Rogers to have sort of a Robin. But I guess Tweaky is that, sort of. Well, I'm more scared for Tweaky. You're more scared for Tweaky? Yeah, like when, you know, those uh, Tuscan Raiders were coming at him. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You know, I think that was really a turning point for me in the show, yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was fine up until then. There's a point midway through the show where Buck Rogers, nobody will just tell him what's going on. No. They won't just be like, okay, here's what happened in 2024. Here's what happened in yeah. whatever. There was a nuclear he's holocaust. Like, he's like, I want to know what happened here. And they're like, no. But I will show you. Yeah, well, well, like they're like, no. And he's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And they're like, I guess... So, but you'll only Tweaky, the robot, and Doctor Doctor Theo, who is his like flavor flavor piece, flavor flavor piece around his neck, are like, no, we'll keep you safe by going with you. And then we find out that they're actually making him a target because they are they're expensive. covered in gold circuits and they're they're worth a lot of money on the black market. I'm like, well, if you guys didn't go, he would have been fine. <laughs> But, and I was like, save Tweaky. Stop see, looking at your wife's grave. Yeah, yeah. And his parents' grave. Yeah. They had enough I time. mean, I get it, but it's like, 
this thing is in harm's way right now. What I liked about this show is it had a very charming Bronze Age comic booky feel mm -hmm. where things just don't make sense, but right. you kind of can go with it. Like the fact that like they're like they have a cemetery, mm -hmm. names carved on the tombstone, yeah. but they didn't have time to put the date on no. it. No, <laughs> no. They had enough time to make the tombstone, yeah. put everyone's name on it, yeah. but they were like, oh, we ran out of time, we can't put the date on it. <laughs> so uh, they're like, oh, we they, they were just running out of time. <laughs> so it's weird stuff like that comes on, but you're like, okay, I can go, I can go with that. That's fine, whatever. Right. Do you want to talk about some of the other things we've watched first? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about Picard for a second. Okay. Now this is probably going to blow people's minds. Because I've been ranting against white men for a while now. Yes, but you have a good uh, you have good points for this. Well, Picard has earned it. Yes. He's, I don't see white man privilege there. He's earned it. These are his enemies. The Borg and Q are his enemies. Yes. He's an expert yes. on these enemies. Yeah. So therefore, he's the one you're going to go to when you have to fight them. Exactly. That makes sense to me. He has earned his leadership role. Yeah. He has earned his position. Whereas I'm sure in his own way, Pike has too, but we aren't privy to no, that backstory. No, we are not. Story. He's just white man being like, hey, listen to me. I have all the right ideas. They're coming in and telling you mm -hmm. he has done all this. We should listen to him. Mm -hmm. Whereas Picard has the benefit of having, I think, 10 seasons of yeah. Next Generation plus a bunch of movies mm -hmm. plus cameo appearances He's on earned Deep Space it. Nine. Yeah, he's I, earned. It. I think he even had some cameos in Voyager, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. it's like, yeah, he's earned that. He's earned it. Yeah. So yeah, I I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. it so therefore, I don't mind him doling out orders, and half the time they're not obeyed anyway. Yeah, half the time. So. <laughs> well, and I just found it, it treads very similar political mm -hmm. territory. Yeah. As Strange New Worlds did. Mm -hmm. But I think Strange New Worlds, again, didn't have the guts to take a side. No, it didn't. Like, it didn't have, like, we, we went over this, obviously, in detail last week. But, mm -hmm. like, it just, it wouldn't, you, it was too scared to even tell you what the conflict was. It was like, oh, just, just yeah. no, it's something like what's going on. Whereas this is more direct, but it also is in service to a larger story. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, that wasn't necessarily the point or it is yeah. the point, but there's also a fun story going on, too. Yeah, yeah. Except for <laughs> the implied love affair with his Romulan housekeeper. Yeah, I'm not cool with that. Not I'm not cool with that. Not happy with that. Not cool with that. I love both the actors. Mm -hmm. I do not... A, Picard is gay for Data. Oh, for sure. I will go to my grave saying mm -hmm. the reason why mm -hmm. he is single mm -hmm. is because he is meant to be with Data, yes. and Data is dead. That's correct. And he does not want to be with a woman. Exactly. That's just... That's... <laughs> So let's not even pretend. I agree a thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> let's not even pretend that there's anything else going on there. And then the fact that she, I understand that they're close, but you also yeah. have to understand she was a refugee yeah. that he took in, gave a job as his housekeeper, mm -hmm. and now they're supposed to, like, no matter how you slice it, the, the power dynamics yeah. are just so messed up it's, there. It's that really it, wrong. it doesn't. It can't happen. Yeah. You know? And you know at the end of the season, he's probably going to kiss her when she comes back to life I have a feeling, and it just it's does just not. It's just, it, it, It's not what I want to see. And now I have heard that the latter half of the season really, I was told, quote unquote, goes off the rails. What does that mean? I don't know. And we're not <laughs> at the half. We're about. We've only watched three, three episodes. Three episodes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. In which I've totally crushing hard on Jerry Ryan. 
Jer- oh, Jerry Ryan's great. Uh, the entire oh God. cast is great. Yeah. I like this cast more than I like Discovery's cast. And um, mm-hmm. although I'd not to say that I didn't like Discovery, I like the cast okay. But there are certain characters that kind of were like. Annoying. I like the first season of Discovery. The first season, I don't... the first two seasons, I think were okay. I don't know. Because I liked when Pike and Spock and them were in the show for a few episode arc or whatever they were right. there for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just didn't like what they did with the show. Yeah. But I like Rios and I like right. Seven of Nine and I like um, all of them. You I know. do too. So no spoilers. But so far I like it. And we also watched The Lost City. Uh, oh my God, I love that movie. So much fun. It's ridiculously stupid, but on purpose. Yeah, it very much has a, a, an updated Romancing the Stone vibe. Yeah. Almost beat for beat. Beat romance. for beat, Romancing the Stone. Uh, but a little bit more but it's own, it's still, Indiana jones It's a little bit tweaked to make it its own thing, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. nice, because I would have hated a remake of Romancing no, the Stone. It kind of modernized it a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's such a silly movie, and, it, and you just don't get, like, action comedies like yeah, that Yeah, you really don't. Like, they just don't do them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think this one was done very well. I think so, too. I was surprised it was written by men and directed by men. Yes. I yes. was very surprised. And, and Daniel Radcliffe was like... <laughs> oh, he was. He looked like he was having a great time. <laughs> that was the other thing we were saying about that show. Is like It looked like everybody making the movie was having a good time. They yeah. knew what movie they were making. Yeah. And they and were so just having just a having blast. And so they were just having fun. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's like the best movie in the world. No, but it was but, a lot of fun. Yeah, as a yeah. diversion. Yeah. Um, speaking of diversions, so... <laughs> <laughs> So I did some research this week mm, on I'll, divergence. No, uh, yes, on <laughs> divergence. I watched all the movies. Oh God, gross! <laughs> I got really into the lore. Ugh. <laughs> what was the deal with if all these? If you're multiple things, then you're divergent. Oh, you mean like every single effing <laughs> human on the planet? Everyone only has one dominant personality <laughs> trait. If you have two, you're done. <laughs> You're a special kind of person. Well, everybody's got that, you dummy. What was with young adult books at that time that were like splitting people up by I don't know. category? Weird. I guess so it makes weird. it easier to write. It's like all these people are warlike. All of these yeah. people are nuns. Right. So when they, when they come in, you already have a template of who that character exactly. is. Exactly. So know. it makes it super easy to write. It makes it super easy. Um, now, I actually looked a, a lot into like futurology oh what is that it is what it kind of sounds like although i had to be careful not like predictions but basically is that why you were asking me that question about nostradamus this morning no that was just on my brain (laughs) okay (laughs) um i just everyone's i'm a i'm a child of that era where nostradamus was like having specials all the time and okay um i yeah, like we were eating breakfast, and I'm like, do you believe in Nostradamus? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, no, these are more like people who extrapolate science and technology and society, okay. and like, where will we be if we continue on? Hey, they've gotten it wrong a million times. Well, someone did it. I, I can't find the original article now, but someone did it at the beginning of the 20th century and like did pretty well. Interesting. So these are some predicting, predictings. Predictings? Predictions. <laughs> I uh, like predictings better. Here's <laughs> some predictings. Here's some predictings. Um, so within the next 100 years, as far as I went, uh, because Buck Rogers goes 500 yeah. years, we want to see where he's going. 
uh, sustainable ocean farming will become a necessity. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Desalinization. Just, not mm-hmm. just for fish, but for algae and other nutrients. Yes. We're going to have like 100 billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we're just not going to Oh, and especially to... with abortion bans. Yeah. You know, because we need our domestic supply of orphans. <laughs> To keep Amy Coney Bryant Barrett <laughs> young forever, because so she, she needs she blood. needs to feast on their blood or something. <laughs> She's like Catherine a domestic about. supply of orphans. You heard it here do you, first. Do you know how insane that sounds? One of our one of our Supreme Court <laughs> justices is Catherine of Bathory. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. I must bathe in the blood of these children. These she needs a d- domestic supply of orphans. It's clearly. the only thing that makes sense. This is not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> this, is, this is the only thing that makes sense. It's the only when you thing... say you need a domestic supply of orphans, there, no good can come from Literally, that. <laughs> no good can come of that unless you're planning on abolishing schools, which it looks like they're trying to do, yep. and reinstating child labor and yes. bathing in the blood of children to yes. keep your... Your youth. Yes, that's this is this is it, guys. Right? This is the end end goal to bathe in the blood of children. You heard it here first, dude. We're gonna have like we're gonna have to get some like what is it? You you branches. <laughs> oh my god, this is so crazy. So fucking crazy. Modern life is so bizarre oh my god can you imagine okay so like younger generations looking back being like she needed a domestic supply of orphans (laughs) what the hell for (laughs) like seriously what do you do with that a domestic supply of orphans i don't if i come up to you honey and i say honey (laughs) i need a supply of orphans yes what do you think I'm going to be doing with those orphans? Nefarious things. <laughs> it's the only, the only answer. And, like, we already have a lot of orphans that could use We have 400,000 right now that's available for adoption. I don't think we need a bigger supply. Unless you're using it for nefarious purposes. <laughs> like bathing in their blood. Exactly. It's the only, pos- oh the only logical explanation. I just, I don't, I, that's unfathomable to me. <laughs> To continue, there will only be three languages, English, Spanish, and Mandarin. Mandarin, are you sure? Yes, it's very big. Oh, the population of China? Oh, yeah. It'd be mm. a big deal. I thought it would be more of a modern Mandarin. Or is this like Mandarin that's um mixed with a lot of other languages like English? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure... Language typically evolves, except for in Buck Rogers, where aliens from Draconia speak English, <laughs> but when he speaks to people yeah, from Earth, but, they're like, but they've it's got, like he's speaking a foreign language. They've got the whatever device. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know that much. You'd probably have to do some research on that yourself. Mm-hmm. But basically, it'd be three main languages. I'm sure they yeah. will be, be colored with the other Because stuff. English isn't a language. We're not... We're a, we're a hellhole dimension of weirdness. Basically, we're not going to be Esperanto, but right. it's going to be three main... Like, we're not okay. going to have Portuguese or German. Right. Or it's all going to fall under an umbrella. Exactly. Because oh, okay. basically, the idea is there's already been a significant drop in what's referred to as minor languages. Like I said, like German, okay. French, Italian. Not to mention a lot of native languages are going completely extinct. Oh, yeah. Like those Navajo are gone. and mm-hmm. Hawaiian and uh, uh, whatever. English, Spanish, and Mandarin are so dominant that in areas where they are not the national language, Mm -hmm. 
most of the educated people of that country also speak them. Also speak mm-hmm. either English, Spanish, or Mandarin. Right. Okay, I can see that. This is a fun one. If you're Cobra Commander, <laughs> weather dominate. Yes! <laughs> weather dominators! <laughs> There goes my notebook. Uh, I got so excited. I threw my notebook across the And basically this comes out of the fact that politicians won't get on board with climate change. No. That scientists have already been like, okay, fine. We're going to have to take care of this ourselves. I cannot believe we're making a weather dominator. And apparently they've already made great strides. Maybe that's what the domestic supply of orphans are for. Maybe weather dominator? Yeah, we've got them on hamster wheels. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Powering Uh, the weather dominators. (laughs) That's what it is. We're so fucking evil. (laughs) <laughs> um, but apparently, might as well just make Death Stars. Just come on. That, well, didn't somebody want to make a Death Star? Yeah, and Barack Obama turned it down because yeah. he said that it does, oh, right, it does right, not right. does not track with <laughs> with our goals of uh, humanity we're, we're, and peace. Yeah. And <laughs> thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. You ruined my plans <laughs> for a Death Star. <laughs> but, uh, apparently, this field is called geoengineering. Okay. And scientists are basically thinking that we are so fucked at this point. Yes, we are. That we have to do something to mitigate yes. the damage mm-hmm. of uh, uh, climate change. Mm-hmm. So while this technology uh, might not, it's not going to be cheap. Like it's oh, be you very, think? Yeah. oh, you think controlling <laughs> weather is going to be expensive? You think? So they won't be able to use it as much as they would. They would like to actually be dominant. Yeah, so the rich white neighborhoods will be safe from wildfires, is what you're telling me. Pretty much, yes, yes, yeah. It's basically the gentrification of climate. Oh, God. So if you're a poorer country, sorry, you're about your famine. Sorry (laughs) about your famine. Brain augmentation through cybernetics, nanotechnology, and... Well, yeah, I'm getting my cyborg cyborg eyes. Yeah, we're getting cyborg eyes. Oh, I'm so excited about it. Uh, And uh, thought (laughs) transmission. Thought, wait, telepathy? telepathy? We're talking about telepathy. Wait, what? <laughs> Within the next 100 years. Wait, so then why do we even need languages then? Well, that's a great that's a great point because they think as soon as 2050, most people in, key word here, developed worlds. Ah, not America. Check. De- de- well, not at this rate. We'll have some form of brain augmentation to help us think faster. Ah, uh, Sweet. Uh, nanotechnology would be flowing through our veins to help repair and resuscitate dying cells. Fucking awesome. And I like this one. I mean, like, I like the fact that that, that yeah. may functionally makes you immortal. But um, it also records your memories, which I think is pretty Oh, neat, cool. because we're basically doing this podcast in case we die so our boys can this is hear our what we do. Yeah, we... Because like when when your dad died, um, we were like we don't we didn't even really know your dad. I was even I was you know? talking to my mother about that just mm-hmm. the other day for well Christmas, but she got it for Mother's Day. We just <laughs> gave her Christmas gifts now. One of the things we got her was like a basically it's a diary that gives you prompts and it'll be yeah. like tell us about your first love, Grandma. yeah. Because, like, I don't know any of that information about my father. Like, yes. I don't know about his, I don't know his first girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know. I know some of the stuff he used to do as a kid, mm-hmm. but like. He, my father was a very, I, I'm going to be glowing of him for a second, but he was a very <laughs> humble man. He did right. not put himself forward often. He was always putting other people in front of mm-hmm. himself. So when you spoke to him, he wouldn't give you too much information about himself. Yeah. He was always interested about what was going on with you. Yeah. And that's an amazing quality in a person. Mm-hmm. However, when that person's gone, you don't have a lot yeah. of... Um, you know, you don't know much about them. It's yeah, like, exactly. I, like, I know my father, I 
knew him for many years, right. but like I also don't know much about him from before I was born. Yeah, exactly. And so that's also why we do this podcast is so that our boys can listen to it when we're gone and they can be like, wow, they were crazy. Yeah, they were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew my mom was insane, but By wow. The extent. The extent. <laughs> she hid a lot from us. <laughs> She seemed kind of normal on the outside. So I like that. I, so I don't know if that means like little cameras inside of your blood that's like just recording all the Wait, time. Wait, so like it records like picture memories? It just said records your memories. So I don't know what that means what, exactly. Yeah, what I'm, does that mean? But I'm assuming it has to be some kind of physical like ring camera technology in your blood. Well, then never mind. I don't want that. You don't want that? I don't want sex being recorded. Huh? Not for our boys to watch. Well, they they will that will be on the the, the encrypted uh, <laughs> section of our memories. And no, 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 no. We're not like I'm sure. I am sure. I'm seeing some issues here. I am sure there will be some sort of firewall for your blood to keep people <laughs> from like hacking you. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't I know. know. People though. get hacked all the time. This seems really dangerous. People get hacked. <laughs> For their air conditioning. I'm turning my my opinion on this. People get ransomed. They're like, we're, like, we're going to turn off your refrigerator unless yeah. you pay us money. So it's like, I don't I'm know. not sure I want my body being hacked. I'm already just trying to fight for my right from, to my vagina, <laughs> much less my blood. <laughs> and uh, as far as the, the last one, thought transmission, which was described as synthetic telepathy. Basically, the futurologist that was talking about it was saying it's easier to conceive if you understand communication not as, like, words, but as, like, electronic signals. So, zeros and ones? Yeah, zeros and ones. So you'd be able to, like, it wouldn't be, like, um, Professor X and, like, throwing, like, me speaking into your brain. Right, right. But I might be able to, like, transfer something to you, like, through the cloud, Oh my, my god! And you just like kind of download okay. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, we will conquer death in the next one hundred years. No, no, we won't. This, this is referred to by the not at all doomsday comic book title, "The Singularity." Oh Jesus! Uh, which will likely come through a combination of electronic and uh, means and uh, medicine. So basically, what's more likely to happen is our medicines. Well, I don't know because our med. Medicine sucks. Our right healthcare now. sucks ass. I think, and all of our medicines have a good forty symptoms added to it. And and then again, I think it will be immortality for the rich before yeah. it's immortality for the poor. Mm-hmm. But basically, well, you need your domestic supply of orphans to test all the <laughs> on. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they need them See? for. For immortality. Well, <laughs> we were right the first time, just not bathing in their blood. Oh my god, we were right. <laughs> It's a figurative bathe in their blood. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is nuts. We live in a horror show. Ah, uh, We you know, live in a dystopia. I'm sorry to say did. it. But basically the idea is that medicines will improve to the point okay. that we can stay alive long enough uh-huh. that we can eventually download our brain. So the medicines would come first. We're going to keep our population alive so that we can eventually download their consciousness into some sort of electronic... Like a toaster. Like a toaster. But, I think but I wanna, the brave I think, little toaster I think I want to be a toaster. I think I want to be a toaster and be like, perfect bread, bitches. Good morning, boys. <laughs> Finally, that California will lead the breakup of the United States. 
Uh, yes, I can see that happening already. Yeah, and basically the thought is, well, and that's exactly what you're talking about. The fact yeah. They're like, people are already talking about it. Mm-hmm. And generally when people start thinking in that direction, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it just gets, goes further in that direction. Yeah. It's hard to pull it back once mm-hmm. you start talking about like uh, a, a state leaving a country. It's like, yeah. it's more likely over time within the next hundred years. Mm-hmm which is quite a significant amount of time, mm-hmm. that, like, a, a state like California, which is independently wealthy, yes. like, it doesn't need the, the rest of the Stop country. Stop supporting other states that are dirt poor, yeah. Yeah, like, they, they want to live, especially if, mm-hmm. like, some of these laws go through. Yeah. Like, it'd be like, screw you. We're not going to give our tax money to help you when you don't follow our yeah. philosophies or whatever, mm-hmm. and we make more than most of you. Yeah, we're not going to carry your ass. We don't need to carry your ass yeah. if you are... Promoting laws that we don't yeah. support. Yeah, well, I was thinking. Uh, I was that saying happened... that this morning. I woke up being like, okay, let's let's price some homes in California. I effing hate that state. Yeah, I do too. I've been there uh, yeah. before. But yeah. like, when your healthcare is included in your taxes that you're paying, which is something they are talking about passing, and you have all your rights, mm-hmm. it seems definitely appealing. And since we're privileged enough to be able mm. to move, yeah, it seems like something we should be looking at right because i think and and i was thinking about this earlier this morning i am so tired of fighting for women who don't want rights yeah i'm tired yeah i'm very tired i've been doing this for decades Mm -hmm. i'm tired so maybe they should just be on their own Mm -hmm. i mean i know that sounds cold but i can't keep fighting someone who doesn't want saved See my see my my solution to this is since it's the minority of the country that's trying to push. This <laughs> yeah, off. your solution is move them all to Texas, move all the people who yeah. don't want to be in that kind of situation out, <laughs> and, like, and put a wall around Texas and so a wall around we can Texas. Keep their barbarianism at bay. I know, like I was being, <laughs> I was honestly being kind in giving them Texas, right. so they still have like ocean, yeah, and, like, and, and like, mountains. Yeah, and and Texas has just about everything because it's huge. Yeah, like just yeah. put those. And, like, you got to pay for everyone to relocate. Oh, yes. Yes. Like, this is going to be fully funded. You know, like, yeah. you, like, we're going to say, like, hey, if this is the, you are the minority. Yeah. If that's what you want, here is your country of Texas. Yeah. And, like, you'll probably end up getting, like, Oklahoma and Alabama and stuff. Too. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The, like, anything around there. Mm-hmm. This is your country now. Yeah. The rest, the 70% of us that don't want your crap, mm-hmm. we're going to live over here. Yeah. And, like, we'll just see how long you last. Yeah, because you won't be getting federal aid anymore. So yeah, yeah. Let Let's see how that works out for you. But that's just. Although I, we are giving them the states with um like oil production, but if we get off of dependency on oil, they're well, fucked. well exactly because I think California just recently fully supported their electrical grid with non fossil <sighs> fuels. So like it's mm. possible. So like yeah. So like when you get that seventy percent. Of the country that's willing to do stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, like, we wouldn't need their oil. They can burn up all the oil they want over yeah. there. And, like, we'll do our own thing. Like, I just don't see the... Since there's so few of you... I'm Like I said, I'm being nice. I'm not saying, like, go to Kansas or something. You know what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, like, go to, like, some kind of state that's, like... Nevada. I mean, no offense to Nevada. <laughs> F.U. Nevada. But it's like a lot of desert. There's no beach. It's like right. Look, the only thing they have tourist-wise is Las Vegas, or mm-hmm. you know, or maybe Reno. Like I'm trying to give you like something like that. You know, you you can have. <laughs> I'm giving you the tools that if you choose to use them, 
you can be successful. You know, why not? It's as good as a domestic supply of orphans. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not being mean. And then just like, you know, split up the country. Take 30% of the country, uh-huh. give it to one group of people. You got to move everyone there and you got to move everyone out. Yes. Who doesn't want to be there. Yes, exactly. But you see, the problem with that is it's their home. And I think a lot of people don't want to leave their home. Yeah. See, that's my thing. Because I like our home. I, yeah. And so I really like, I, I'm really attached to our home. Yes. Even if our state doesn't do things that I particularly happy. Although we're not doing too bad. We're, mm, we're we got on trigger a, laws. We're, we're, in a, we're, we're on a precipice here. Well, we don't have a trigger law. Yes, we do. Oh, we do have a trigger yes, law? We do. Oh, okay. We're Georgia, honey. Yes, we <laughs> fucking do. You know we got a trigger law. But anyway, speaking of being triggered... I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about Buck Rogers. First of all, absolutely classic intro. Oh my god, that intro was fantastic. I don't think I've ever actually watched Buck Rogers, mm-hmm. but I know that intro. Yeah, because like, it's made fun of almost everywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just such a iconic mm-hmm. thing of him twirling through the yeah. spirals as he yeah, goes exactly. through space. And, it's awesome. Um, I love the idea of cryogenic freezing in space. They don't even explain how it happened. Yeah. Like, like literally... It was just a perfect combination of ozone. Yeah, yeah. Was... <laughs> and and few... frozen temperatures you cannot imagine. And and methane and like, it was yeah. like a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And Kane, one of the draconians, is like, it was a fluke. Yeah. Like, it was the perfect combination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, nobody, and nobody on Earth in 1987 bothered to go get him. No. They were just and they're like, well, him. I guess he's gone. <laughs> we, we didn't really like him anyway. Well, no, I think in that year, the Holocaust happened. Oh, yeah, because everything happens in perfect round numbers. Yes. Yeah, and I was thinking about that, too. It was like... Well, no, they mentioned he shows up 504 years later. He... So they added the four years. Yeah, oh, so... So So it wasn't perfectly 500. But it was close. But it was very close. It was close. absolutely close. Yeah. It was birdemically hilarious how perfect <laughs> the, the, the numbers were, yeah. Those numbers. Basically, the overall plot, uh, as we've already said, is this dude, you get introduced him with icicles dripping down his face. Mm-hmm. He's picked up by a Klingon warship, basically. Yes, it's, it was definitely a Klingon warship. Uh, a bird of yeah. prey. Yes. Except for the size of, like, a Death Star, I guess, yeah. or Star Destroyer. He gets pulled in and uh, by a man named Kane and Princess Ardala? Ardala. Or Arbala? Now, here's my question about Ardala. Yes. Is she being coded as either gay or bi? No. You don't think so? No, she's not. I know she has sex slaves. <laughs> and she has male and female sex slaves. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's, well, maybe, maybe Cause, like, that's... Because literature has a long history of coding villains as gay. Yes, yes, like, so maybe... Like pretty much every Disney character. But I have, except for what's her name in From Rush, Russia to With Love, uh-huh. I think it's rarer to find, especially a conventionally attractive woman, mm-hmm. as either bi or gay coded as a villain. Mm, no, I think you're wrong there. You think I'm wrong there? In yeah. 1979? Yeah, it's used for Spank Banks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Liara was created. I mean, like, I just was really getting a very, like, bi vibe from her. She had her little, yeah. little harem of, like, uh, tiger men. But she also. Oh, I love the fact she called him her Tiger Man. Yeah. That was awesome. Come along, Tiger Man. And they're like. That was hilarious. Seven feet tall yeah. dudes <laughs> ripped down the middle of abs. <laughs> Tight tiger pants. But right. then she also has like a lot of women in skin. Yeah, but they're outfits. doing her nails and her hair. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. Would you get a tiger man to trim your nails? Well, uh, well, here's (laughs) the thing, though. The tiger men and presumably the tiger women Mm -mm. are wearing costumes that she is supplying for them. That's true. And they're very sexy costumes. And they're all sexy costumes. The men and the women's outfits Mm -hmm. are, are sexy. So would I have tiger men? Like, mm. maybe I would, but would I dress them in skimpy tiger outfits yeah. <laughs> and swim naked with them? Mm. You know, so I, I just thought that was interesting. I'm not saying it was the intention or not, mm-hmm. but I just thought it was interesting and, and kind of progressive, even though you're still making the villain a bad guy. Right. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe she's not bad. I don't know. She, well, she's know, really into Buck Rogers. All I know is she wants to a 500-year-old man. She hasn't yeah. even seen him. No. Kane is like, he is a frozen man from 500 years ago. She's like, interesting. I'd like to f- that man. <laughs> I've never f***ed a 500-year-old man before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. actually does kind of go with like maybe even like a pansexuality yeah. with her where she's just like, I've never done that before. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Well, I guess if you're from a, a dynasty that owns three quarters of the galaxy, you can probably do whatever the you want. Yeah, I, th- I think convention. Yeah. Well, quote unquote conventional. Regular sex. trad sex. Yeah, like boring as shit. Heteronormative yeah. missionary sex <laughs> gets pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. So, like, I don't know. I think of the idea of like being like, ooh, a five hundred year old person. Cool, that's a novelty. Right. Like, never done that before. Never done that. Yeah. Like I said, it was I'll nice. have my tiger men and my uh, lady tigers over here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you guys can watch. <laughs> I, I I brought it up, but I said it was nice to see that English hasn't even evolved even a smidgen. No. In five centuries. <laughs> but but that but like you said, like so like the aliens are like speaking to him, no problem. It's because of the whatever device in their blood, honey. Right, but as soon as he gets close to Earth and he's like, hey, I'm trying to land, they're like, we can't even understand him. <laughs> what is he talking about? Get off your duff. It's like a foreign language. <laughs> and I'm like, they don't even have context clues. The, the, the draconians are more like <laughs> familiar with colloquial 20th yeah. century speak than Earthlings are? Okay. All of our people who spoke that language died in the Holocaust. Um, as far as Buck Rogers himself, well, how did you feel about him as a as a character, mostly? Like as the actor or as the dude? Both, I guess. Well, because of my deep-seated affection for Buster Crab, yeah. anybody who's going to be Buck Rogers, I'm immediately going to not like. Right. And then the first thing he says when he comes out of that shuttle to see uh, Colonel Deering is, Hey, babe, how's it going? Was he still under drugs? No. No, no, no. So, yeah. So he's extremely condescending. And and, well, and I wrote down the second thing he ever says to her. What do you mean you're in charge of all this? Oh, right. And it was just like, you know what? Fuck you. Buster Crab would have never said that. And that's like a cynicism even from like 1979 to 1987 mm-hmm. where they just assume. Like it's like when you do see these like future things where they're like mm-hmm. still co- extremely chauvinist. Yeah. Like even in Star Wars, I think Han's like, what? A woman? A woman. <laughs> yeah. It's like you have space wizards. I think a woman can be a general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Poe Dameron. Yeah. <laughs> or to be fair, Star Wars takes place thousands of years ago. So. Oh, so they're really bad. So they're really They're basically cave Yeah, people. they're they're cave people. <laughs> <laughs> cave people with laser They were swords. they were earth cycle before we destroyed ourselves. Oh, okay. And we're starting a new cycle with right. the barbarians who managed to survive. Yeah, it's always the 
We always like to think that it's going to be the the more, nerds, but uh, it's not. It's, it's evolved, the barbarians. It's the barbarians here. Yeah. Right now. It's like the Romans. It's like the Romans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these like future things where like someone gets pulled into the future are always so very cynical too, where they're mm-hmm. like, like even Picard is that right now, where it's like. Oh, and at this point in your life right now, yeah. that's when everything was. Th- so in 1979, they were like, in 10 years. Everything's going to hell. We're going to have a nuclear holocaust. Yeah. And then in, here we are in 2022, and mm-hmm. Picard's like, you got two years, and then it's all going to go to hell. And they're right. going to tell you, like, I can't believe these people were so stupid. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I mean, I'm still very interested in where Picard's going. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep watching. I'm interested. Is, is it very... I want to I see how it goes downhill. I kind of want to see how... <laughs> if it goes off the rails, I want to be, like, on a roller coaster with my hands up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I'm excited about it. It's crazy. <laughs> um, uh, the chest hair on him was something. Oh, God. The chest hair. It was hair. growing out of his neck. It was so... It was going to choke him. You know, him, we, can't, like. we can't make fun of that. I'm, okay. I'm not going to make fun of it. Because, you know, there's some hairy-chested guys and, and gals. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with that. But it was very a 70s aesthetic. Or they... It was so 70s with the, let's let's pull the chest hair out of this yeah, collar. Yeah, let's show the machismo. Let's show that. We want to see the masculinity and, pouring yes, out of this And let's have Colonel jumpsuit. Deering walk like she's on a catwalk. Oh, my God. Like... I loved <laughs> Colonel Deering. I thought she was great. Actually, I liked her and I liked the princess. I thought right. they were great. They knew the assignment mm-hmm. and they were playing it very, very well. Right. Colonel Deering was essentially Leia. Yes. But, like, Leia, since this came out in 1979, this would have, only a new hope was out at this point. That's true. It was still. So they actually gave her way more power than Leia had at the time. At the time, because at that point, all you saw was Leia Mm -hmm. as a damsel in distress. That's true. They hadn't seen her yet as General Organa. Yeah. So this actually came kind of a little bit before that. Mm -hmm. I don't. Remember Deering from the serials? Do you remember her? I really don't. I don't. Think I keep she getting. Was in the I keep getting her confused with Dale and Zarkov. Yeah. Like, because of the Buster Crab of it all. Yeah, because of Buster Crab. <laughs> like yeah. the fact that he plays both characters, yeah. I get really mixed up. With I do too. Which so much. Which. And and they use the same exact rocket ships in those serials. Yes. So it's really hard to separate it. Yeah, and, and they're both pretty much the same thing. Like mm-hmm. Flash Gordon. Is he pulled into the future? He's yes, a football yes, he player, right, or something like that. No, he was he's trying. He's like an athlete. No, his dad was on like Earth Council or whatever, trying to keep the Purple Plague or something so, down. So is that like the present though? Is Flash Gordon the present, i.e., the present like for them? I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think Flash Gordon is the present for them, which is five hundred years in the future. Right, but Buck Rogers, but Buck is, a, Rogers is a present person put forward 500, 500 years. years. Yes. So F- Flash is already yes. there when Buck yes. gets there. Yes. And then Flash <laughs> and then Gordon Krabs. and Buck Crap. Yes, and they fuck. Yes, I was. that's where I was going with this. I know where we're going with this. Uh, oh, you know where we're going. We're going to have two Buster Crabs. And they're going to fuck each other, and I'm watching the whole thing. <laughs> I, I mean, it is very funny, but again, it's very of its thing uh, <laughs> where all the women just want to do him. 
Oh, yeah. Almost immediately. Oh, my God. It's like, I mean, I can understand the princess because she's into all sorts of shit. Well, I guess I guess the colonel's not so much But yet. the colonel, but no, no, she's really into him. I mean, him. she's She's endgame. really into him. The second he's condescending, she's like, oh, I dig this guy. Yeah, she... And the doctor's like, wow, I've never seen her so turned on by anyone before. <laughs> it's like, really? Really? Colonel Deering is clearly endgame for him. Like, <laughs> she's, she's endgame romance. Like, that's where we're supposed to end up with but in well he's gonna get hercules drugged by the princess so that he can have sex with her right but not really cheat on colonel deering that's because he was drugged that's that's how you get through that's how you can get your infidelities yes yeah i don't remember a thing what are you kidding she drugged me (laughs) i thought i was in an alternate universe it is very much farscape and uh guardians of the galaxy buck himself is an idiot oh yeah <laughs> he has his moments. He 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 gets his moments. Like I said, it wasn't Batman sixty six in the sense that like I thought it was going to be much more campy than it right. was. Right. Which is not to say it wasn't campy, but there are moments where he's like, mm-hmm. where he where he says to her straight up, he's like, "Can you please tell me what happened? Yeah. I've lost my." And he lists off a a metric his ton father, of mother, brother, sisters, woman he loved. Uh, what else? Is Dog, it? cat. Yeah, there's know, tons of stuff. He's like, I miss all these people. Could you tell me what happened? And she's like, no, I can't do that. And it's like, well, don't you guys have Google? So he does. There is like an automatic, like you feel for the guy. Mm-hmm. You do feel bad for him. And like when I say he's chauvinist, he's chauvinist in a 70s type of way. Like in everything you see from the 70s. Yeah. Like that's the guy. It's like a, a, a Burt Reynolds type thing Yikes. going on. But Buck himself is such an idiot <laughs> because he gets picked up unthawed. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the Draconians drug him pretty heavily. Right. So he's kind of like weirded out by that. But he, he has the, the presence of mind to be like, a spaceship picked me up, outfitted my rig so I can get back to Earth. And then when he gets to Earth, he's like, and like spaceships are flying at him. Yeah. And like everything's changed. Chicago's this mm-hmm. weird city. He's like, oh, the Russians must have taken over while I was in space. Especially since they have women commanders. <laughs> yeah. He's Gross. Like, and he's like, das Vidanya. I'm just trying to be friendly. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Because we only have three languages now. Yeah. English, Spanish, and Mandarin. And <laughs> Russian does not fall under Mandarin. Yeah. Russian doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. So, like, it, it was just crazy to me that I'm like, clearly, mm-hmm. you are in the future, sir. Yeah. <laughs> You, like, that should be your first guess. Like, Looking at all these different kinds of spaceships, you should be like, something's not right. Like, you certainly shouldn't be like, everything's basically the same, yeah. except for Russia took over. <laughs> God help us. So he gets there. They tell him to wait. He's introduced to Tweaky, which, mm-hmm. like we said, is like a little page boy robot <laughs> who carries around his neck Dr. Theopolis. Yes. Like, uh, uh, like Flavor Flav. Yep. Which is essentially like an Alexa carrying a Siri. Yes. <laughs> it's weird. It's very weird. It's weird. There are so many weird moments where I'm like, our technology is better than that now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and basically, Dr. Theopolis is like WebMD. Yeah. He's got like a constant stream of WebMD coming at him. <laughs> I guess one of the weaknesses of the show was mostly in dialogue. Okay. I when once I like realized I'm like, oh, we can't make a remake of this. It just won't work. Right. Like we can't do this because it's it's too much like the things that have come before after it that are yeah. more famous now. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, this would be a fun video game 
However, I'm like, no, it wouldn't because I'd want you to be a female protagonist too. Yeah. You don't want it to be Buck Rogers because then you can only be Buck Rogers. It's exactly. not going to be like a lot of like the dialogue options were very, I'm even calling it dialogue options. <laughs> we're very much like a question answer responses. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, what happened? Well, in 1987, there was a nuclear holocaust that killed like 90% of the, right. you know, blah, blah, blah. Like it's all like very expositional. And maybe that gets better as this show goes on. Oh, and perhaps our, our listeners should know it's run by a computer council. <laughs> <laughs> we have another doctor named Dr. Hewer who has a whole like <laughs> like courtroom session with essentially glowing dinner plates. <laughs> it's, it's very it's hilarious. Funny. It's very funny. And it's absurd. hilarious. And they're like, well, these com- uh, these computers program themselves now and they saved us from all the damage we did to the environment and they, and they have emotions so be and nice they have emotions so be nice yeah and i said when they tone down his kind of chauvinism mm-hmm. he does make good points mm-hmm. although sometimes he's giving her points back at her and then everyone's like wow you're a genius wow you're buck. a genius buck <laughs> why didn't we think of that and then she's like i just i just i said just that. said it I like literally two seconds just ago <laughs> Again, they, they don't tell him what happened, which, of course, leads him to be like, well, I'm going to go find out for yeah. myself. And like we said, the robots go with him, which only puts him in more danger. <laughs> and he goes into Chicago, and suddenly there's, like, rhythmic drum beating, like, sand people hitting yeah. the gaffy sticks. Yeah, because stuff. that's how they communicate. That's how they communicate. Yeah. And Tweaky's like, I think something's watching us. And Buck Rogers is like, don't be silly. <laughs> and there's like 10 guys hanging out of a window with axes just staring at him. <laughs> He's being silly. That that I remember that rhythmic <laughs> thumping, that ominous rhythmic thumping from when I lived in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, that's natural. <laughs> that's, not... the, that's the sound of Chicago. Come on, let's walk through this hellscape through the night by ourselves. <laughs> I love how they left in the morning but didn't arrive in, to the they outskirts walked. of the city. Until nighttime. They walked in a... It took them 12 hours at least... At least. ...to leave the sanctum they were in to get to the outer skirts of the city they're in. It too... And in a high... We are told a highly irradiated zone. With no hazmat suits. No protection. No protection. (laughs) He is sterile now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, he probably lost it when he was frozen, too. Yeah. (laughs) He is attacked by the vampires from I Am Legend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of the end of that's the show. It. He is saved by Deering. Yeah. He uses his shield of white male privilege to yeah. protect him from laser blasts. <laughs> They're like firing like an Uzi into these And he's zombies. just standing there going, yep. No. Yep, uh, he doesn't great. try to duck. He doesn't nope. try to run. He's like, I'm safe. This I'm is fine. Safe. And I'm the only uh, non-scarred white man here, <laughs> I'll be so fine. I'll be fine. This is fine. Like that meme <laughs> of the dog in the fire. <laughs> um, he is knocked out. They find out that the Draconians put a ship. A tracking or, chip on a ship. And then they think he's involved with them. He's sentenced to death through yeah. a, like a sham, a, a kangaroo court. Well, those computer councils. <laughs> those computer councils can't mm, be trusted. No. And then they come up with a plan to... Go meet with the... Dra- the Draconians are basically pretending to be friendly. Even though they're the ones sending the pirate ships that are messing up the trade. And he's telling them, yeah. no, you can't trust the Draconians. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we'll bring you to meet with I the I mean, Draconians. they are called Draconians. Yeah. I'm just saying. 
We're going to bring you it's in. It's being like, you know what? We should trust the Nazis with our trade. And then we'll talk to, what's her name? Ar- Ardala with her hair yeah, that was hilarious that it was on that cloak. She had like a collar. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> she, had, she had like a high collar that was stiff, and then she just let her hair kind of like... Sit on the high collar, <laughs> so it, it looked like Pippi Longstockings. Yeah, it's like Pippi Longstockings. With the hair coming out the side. Or if Leia had buns, but then like something was holding up the buns. Holding up the buns. However, she was in a bikini. She was also very much in a bikini. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because like that's why I was wondering if she was gay. As at that point, uh, I was looking it up. I was mm-hmm. like, is she supposed to be coded as bi or right. whatever? And I did find someone tweeting. Uh, th- there was nothing. There was nothing official. Right. But it's like someone was tweeting Gail Simone and was like, "Buck Rogers was my bi awakening." Right. Because in this, she was like, "Buck was great. Yeah. Deering was great, and like forget about freaking our dog. Like that was like the end for me." <laughs> But yeah, so they get captured, and that's the end of part one. And so, yeah. um, how did? Well, I guess do you want to know what other people think, or do you? How did you feel about the show? Did you like it? I had a fun time watching it. Yeah, I I, I had more fun than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. The condescension just made me laugh. I uh, instead of pissing me off. I don't know if it's a show that I would rush to watch like the whole no, series. No, I'm not going to watch the whole series, but I'm glad I watched it. I would recommend it to people to check it out, though. I mean, he's no Buster Crab. He's no so, Buster Crab. I mean, that's always going to put a damper on things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's no Buster Crab. So that's a big knock against it. And like I said, unfortunately, the same sort of thing has already has been done mm-hmm. in maybe better ways. Like I said, Farscape is yeah. the same thing, but... Mm-hmm. Love Farscape. But better. And, and, I was, and I was even thinking, I was like... But has Farscape David Chuan. I'm like, well, we did it for the show. We we still liked it. We still liked it. So it aged better, but probably yeah. a little dated at this yeah. point. In like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing of a fish out of water human who's kind of a horn dog. Yeah, let's see if we can get somebody else to play that role. Let's get Chris yeah. Pratt. Let's get Chris Pratt out of ninety percent of his upcoming projects. Yeah, let's do I'm that. not even trying to like get him out of work. I'm just saying like he doesn't need to be the answer to everything. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, I I don't really appreciate some of his views on things. Mm -hmm. And I just, it was, he's such a case of like Hollywood just like going nuts over one person. Yeah. To the detriment of everyone else. While we're at it. While we're here. And one more thing. And one more thing. (laughs) Commercials. America. <laughs> oh my God! Can we not be lame for two seconds? They are for two seconds. That's all I'm asking. You and I have not had cable TV for a while, like a decade. Yeah, since before our first child was born. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we are not accustomed to commercials so yeah. much anymore. We're, we've done mostly streaming. Yeah. And like the occasional YouTube video, but mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, usually you could skip through them or something. Yeah. Like that. So. Watching things on Tubi, which is where we watch this, and being uh, or uh, Paramount Plus, and yeah, have commercials there. Like it's very bizarre. It's so bizarre. On a Wagoneer costs ninety thousand dollars. What are you? What doing the fuck? And my other complaint was. Uh, yeah, I don't care how good your commercial is. I'm not paying that price for a car. Yeah, that's I'll stick insane. to my Honda. Thank you very much. I'm just, I mean, even as a gearhead, who who wants a Wagoneer <laughs> as a status symbol? Like, <laughs> like, find better uses of your money. Oh Maybe my this God. is why you're hurting for some money. Like, 
Don't spend it on the ninety thousand dollar car. Jesus Christ, that, that was depreciates my point. in value as, it... as fast as <laughs> cryptocurrency. Oh my god, because like at first they're like, here's a what was it? It was type one, or it was called something. There's mm-hmm. there are two different series one, series one and series two was in the commercial, and the series one started at sixty one thousand. I was yeah. like, damn, that is a lot of money for a car. <laughs> and then, and then they're two. like, and series two, mm-hmm. and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it should be a spaceship. Why isn't it going into space? It should be flying at the very least. At the very least. <laughs> and it should be turning into a boat. The other... It should be able to do everything at that price. The other thing that I have a complaint about, and this is personal, we've had this a conversation off podcast, mm-hmm. was one thing I, I, do, I, I have take issue with is the celebrification. I'm going to make celebrification. a celebrification of podcasts. <laughs> Okay. Podcast used to be a very DIY, like what we do. I mean, we are nobody. Mm -hmm. The fact that we have any listeners at all is amazing. We don't have a TV show or movies or we. We're unknown entities. I'm a cover artist. If you know us at all, you know us through the podcast. Yeah. We thank you for listening and tell your friends, you know, if you like us, if you enjoy listening to us. What, What I don't like is when celebrities mm. do it who don't necessarily I mean like I guess everyone's free to do whatever but it's just like when you have stop taking our voice exactly yeah. like this was like a, a DIY thing that mm-hmm. people like threw together together themselves and to, to do something fun mm-hmm. and to to be to, to get out there get their own Not like YouTube yeah like YouTube mm-hmm. and, and YouTube was co-opted by yeah. celebrity as well yeah. so like the people who are now doing, TikTok yeah TikTok mm-hmm. as well it's like you had these like independent people building a following, yeah, based on it, and then it's like say you have like a bad movie podcast, mm-hmm. and then Tom Cruise decides he's going to start his own to- bad movie co- podcast. Right. Well, most people are going to listen to the Tom Cruise podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and and you get kind of buried. Right. You know? I've noticed with commercials, it's kind of the same thing, and I'm feeling bad for starting out actors just trying to get gigs. Yeah. Because now you have commercials with like. Big name artists. There was like Khloe Kardashian selling Zyrtec. Khloe yeah, Kardashian was, was doing Nurtec. Oh, yeah, Nurtec. Not Zyrtec. What, what the fuck was it even for? I don't know. And she brought her child into it, which is oh, crazy. Oh, it's so gross. And then we have like Trevor Noah yeah. and, and um, some other people doing Uber Eats. Yeah. We had Ty Dollar Sign doing Smirnoff uh, Ice or whatever. Ice with the, like the, the seltzers. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, there's a whole group of actors out there mm-hmm. that used to be your ground floor same with audiobook narration yes oh my god because i do the, there we, were we actual do. voice actors out there yes this is what they're trained for and now you have people reading books who are like big name people alan cumming or yeah. um or you know or whatever you yeah mm-hmm. they get these big name uh, like actors they get big name like a little yeah. bit like leonardo dicaprio yeah. to read les mis yeah and pay him a million yeah. dollars. Whereas you already have amazing voice actors. Yeah, and you have people who are trained to do mm-hmm. it. And but they're like, oh, they're not celebrities, so. Yeah. Yeah, you, you'll have a couple people like mm-hmm. Scott Brick, Mark yeah. Thompson, that, but they're already established. Yeah, they've been around for a while. They've been around for a while, but if you're like a. Highly recommend Scott Brick. Scott Brick is a very. He can get good, it. His voice can get his it. His voice can get it. So, I don't know. I did, Sorry, that was just a little mini rant. Um, yeah. Like, no, I feel like I, I, I'm getting really sick of celebrities taking mm-hmm. avenues away from people who are trying to build something. Yeah, yeah. 
Who are actually trained in these fields and whatnot. Either trained mm-hmm. or, like I said, like upcoming like actors. Right. Like, I'm just out of a school and I'm trying to get work and mm-hmm. I can't because fucking Trevor Noah <laughs> is doing a Nurtech commercial. <laughs> that should be me. Right. So I can get something on my resume so I can mm-hmm. get TV gigs and I can get movie gigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are all slumming down here in commercial land where I Oh, can... I'm fairly certain some of them are going to start doing herpes commercials. Uh, they probably will. <laughs> I understand they all got it. All right, so that's, uh, speaking, of, speaking of herpes, here are, wow, I got a bunch of reviews. So let's see. Uh, well, I will say the lowest review was a three-star review. So it's okay. not reviled. No. I think it's respected for what it is and what it started. Yeah, this person says, this is Art Vendele, importer-exporter. Uh, that sounds like a spy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyone with the import-export business. They say its only value is nostalgia. Yeah, okay. I think it's a little better than that. I think it transcends, because I certainly don't have, I don't have nostalgia from 1979. I wasn't even born. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't have any nostalgia for it. So it has to be something more than that. Right. But, I mean, like, I get it also. I can't remember my brother in his early teens at the time. Oh, I can remember my brother okay. in his early teens at the time walking around repeating, being a bit older, I remember Aaron Gray being smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us were fooled that this was a quality show, even at that age. It's Things can just be fun. Things can just be fun. Lost City was just fun. It was just it fun. It didn't have to be a good movie. Oh, the ending, I was not Oh, afraid. that ending was garbage. It made no sense. No, Like, if you no watch the movie, Mm-mm. the ending just, like, literally, the logic of the, again, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Com- even comedy has to have some logic. Yeah. And the ending of it just... And I'm not talking about, like, the end of the movie. I'm talking about the epilogue. The actual ending. Yeah. Like, yeah. M- it did not hold up to any no. scrutiny. No. Uh, so she waited, like, an entire year to kiss this dude. <laughs> but, the, and they also waited an entire year for a manicure. Yeah. Uh, and, and a massage. Did, and a massage. And, and, like, and to be like, no, we're specifically platonic. They had not had that platonic talk yet. Yeah. Because like, yeah. she had to have written her next book. The movie, okay. Well, and it had to this? have been published, and it had to have gone on tour, which is why I'm giving it a generous time frame of one year. Most most literary agents are like, if you get your book picked up... It will take at least three, two to three years. It takes three years for that to like go through the editing yes. process, yeah. to get it like marketed. And this was, seemed to have happened to overnight, l- less than literally. A year. And they had had... Sorry about the spoilers for the <laughs> epilogue of The Lost City. But like they have had no conversation with... Any, it's like no. the end of the movie happened, and they all like evaporated. Went their separate ways for an entire year, <laughs> and then came right back to but where their last still, conversation ended. Yeah, like they picked up the conversation yeah. they had a year ago. <laughs> I mean, that's how how it had to have happened, yes. It's the only way that makes sense. It's the only way. It's so weird. so bizarre. Like, it would have been, like, they wanted to give the happy ending of, like, she wrote this book based on this specific adventure. Mm -hmm. It would have made more sense for her just to be like, I have a great idea for a book. Yeah. You know, but they wanted to show you the book is the thing the movie wanted to do. (laughs) But then they also wanted to tie up a whole bunch of other little, little cutesy bits. Right. But it doesn't work together. It's like they didn't do the cutesy bits right away. (laughs) They waited a year for her to write the book and get all that. Yeah. And then they finally kissed for the first time. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? 
Yeah, they hadn't kissed. Yeah, in they a year. hadn't even kissed in a year. After being like, "I love you, I love you, I love you," but I gotta write this book. I gotta write this book. I will see you in a year. I'll see you. <laughs> uh, back to this review. Fast forward forty years, and I'm watching it on Me Too TV, which is interesting. Special effects that would have been mediocre in the fifties, they were fine. They were fine. They were 1979 special effects. What, 19, are, you, what are you expecting? 1979 television show <laughs> effects. What did, What do they expect? From I mean, this? it's better than Star Trek in the sixties. Right. It's not as good as Star Wars, but you know they don't have that kind of money either. They're like, not Lucasfilm. I mean, like. You really have to, people have to go easy on think on special effects. Yeah. You know, it's like, is the story good, though? Yeah, exactly. Because if you can't handle bad special effects, like, I mean, like, you really can't watch anything before 1980, really. (laughs) Writing that was terrible even for the late 70s. Acting wouldn't enough to have been fashioned for Viking ships. Oh. Oh, and Mel Blanc. We got a comedian. uh, And Mel Blanc, as the voice of Robot Tweaky, graded my nerves. I grew bored halfway through the single episode I could tolerate. Okay. Well, okay. Tolbert gave it 10 out of 10. Says the best sci-fi series ever. This is a bit extreme. This is uh, very extreme. It's hard for me to find sci-fi that I don't like. Oh, well, there you go. Well, That's okay. half the battle. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit, I grew up on this show. Even though it came out when I was so young that I barely remembered it at the time, it was in reruns enough that I caught up with all right, of them. And okay. that's where we must have caught the... That must have been, because like that intro started, and I was like, I've seen this. It's kind of, it's iconic in the way that the Doctor Who intro is yeah, iconic. Like, yeah. Like, I remember being very, very little and seeing Doctor Who intros, not being interested in the show necessarily, mm-hmm. but like just that intro right. was in my brain. Uh, my grandfather and I, oh, cute, used to watch this together all the time. He loved this show, too. Later, it became apparent that the two of us, like most guys out there that were big fans of the show, were at least partially in it for Erin Gray. Oh, my God. Yes, Erin Gray oh my is God. beautiful. She looks so awesome in spandex. Everyone <laughs> knows the line. Erin Gray, spandex, yay. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, was that a line? I don't know. That's fine. You it, put, what, put, put whoever uh, in you your know, spank bank. You know, you whatever. Know, it's okay. Yeah. You know. That's you, what she was there for. Yeah. For your spank bank. <laughs> no one's saying you can't be attracted to people. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Uh, just don't be a creep about it, that's all. Yeah, just don't be a creep. Okay, I got that out of my <laughs> system. Space vampire, cruise ship to the stars, and the one, it sounds like Doctor Who already, <laughs> and, and the one about the kid that had the Midas touch were a few of my personal favorites. The pilot was awesome too, ahead of its time and very good. The only other pilot I ever liked that, ever liked that much would have to be the original Battlestar Galactica, which we should watch. Gil Gerard really nailed it. He, no, he did not. He really he never made, watched Buster Crab. He really made it work. I'd have to agree with those out there that think he's sort of a space James Bond. Oh, what? that might be interesting. Well, Gross. Maybe he grows into that. Gross. He is. Gross. But he Let's may- hope he does not grow into that. Oh, oh, you mean in that sense? Like I was thinking more. I was thinking spy, not in like creepy, gross. Oh, uh, okay. He is, but he makes that persona his own. He's a sort of good guy that really grows on you. Mm-hmm. I hate to sound old-fashioned, but most of the good guys nowadays are whiny head cases. Okay. Okay. <laughs> who are you talking what? about? Can you be more specific? Who's who's who is a whiny head case in a modern movie? Poe Dameron. I guess Peter Parker, but he's like a kid. <laughs> he's like sixteen. He's supposed to be. They're whiny. all whiny. I really miss the show most of all because of memories of my grandfather, who has passed on now. And watching this show, and he and I watching this show religiously. Good. Oh uh, well, that's 
That's a different thing, dude. And, and getting hard over Aaron Gray with his <laughs> grandfather. With his grandfather. Gross. <laughs> Gross. So, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to say about this show before we wrap? Oh, wow, we've ran a little bit longer than I thought. A lot longer than we thought. Um, we haven't even talked about my birthday presents. <clears throat> oh, you promised to tell everyone about your birthday <laughs> presents. That's all right. We've run out of time. <laughs> I guess you'll just have to... Imagine my naked Hercules Antaeus wrestling sculpture on your own time. Which came... Which came with a leaf over their junk. That's what we're here for. I wanted the nudity. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking for the nudity. (laughs) And it was hilarious. It's a Hercules and Antaeus statue, if you're looking for... Wrestling in marble. In marble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if everyone's good. It looks great in your office. I know. It looks fantastic next to all my skulls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all your skulls. Oh, you know. I do have a lot of skulls. I live with the best wife ever. It's, like, it's some kind of like goth headhuntery <laughs> artistic I'm not even thing. goth. I just really like skulls. <laughs> Again, I like this show. I don't. I would recommend people just checking it out. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of our listeners probably are going to be like, watch the whole thing of a maybe. Right. But like, this is one that I would be like, check it out. Like, just see what you think I think about. I think this is something that needs to be watched just so that you can see the influence on sci-fi. Yes. I feel like it's more it's educational. His- or historical. Yeah. Like it's, got a, a- it's more documentarian yeah. about how sci-fi evolved and, and, and where how it got to this point where it is now. And, and especially with a character who has, like, almost, I think, 100 years mm-hmm. worth of, like, history. Yeah. To see how that archetype mm-hmm. shifts based on the time period it's created. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like the only thing keeping a new Buck Rogers coming out is like I said the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy basically. Yeah. But that's basically it too. Mm-hmm. So it's like cool to see it go from like Buster Crab right. to uh Gil Drar mm-hmm. to whatever. Yeah. You know. So so yeah, that's cool. And yeah, so I would recommend it for that just to get a nice history. And if on Buck it. Rogers didn't exist, we wouldn't even have Star Wars. So, so, yeah, exactly. so, they, so from that cultural and that's what I'm saying. It's, it's very educational and I think you should board. you should watch up on it so that you can see the, the original. Yeah, and and obviously the clear impetus was mm-hmm. Star Wars was based on Buck Rogers. We should do a TV show based on the thing that Star Wars yeah. was based on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, you can go back to the original original with Buster Crab. Yeah. And then that... We, we have said Buster Crab so many times. Well, I think ten, 10 minutes of this podcast has just been us talking about Buster Crab. <laughs> I love Buster Crab. Uh, uh, you know what else we love? Mm-hmm. The people who listen to Piloting the Pilots, <laughs> which releases each Tuesday can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Always love to hear from you. Next week, we're kind of continuing our little space theme uh, or sci-fi theme, and we're going to do something interesting. We are going to do the new Halo show on Paramount+. Plus. I've never played the game. Never played the game. I have no idea. Because so, I think you can only be a dude, and so I'm not really interested. Right, you use Master Chief. I know that. Because, like, now, I don't mind if you can be Master Chief and, and be, a, be a chick, too. You know, so, that would be great. I think it will be interesting for us to watch this as people who have no yeah, I, feelings for nothing. the game whatsoever. Because I, 
There's certain things like I know. Now I had bought a Halo Xbox back in the day. It was the only one. It was the only one there. And I think it was cheaper or something. It was weird because it was like it was now an older game at that point, and so they had wanted to get rid of their stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I ended up getting this like really cool like Halo (laughs) Xbox. It was cool for cheap. That was way back in the day, though. But, like, I think there's, like, a a kind of Judge Dreddian thing about him where he's not supposed to ever take off his helmet. Okay. So, I think it'll be weird for us to watch it as, like, people who don't know anything about the game Mm -hmm. who won't get hung up on things, like, if the character takes (laughs) off his helmet. Right. That's not going to bother us. So, like, can we judge it based on its own merits or, like, or or what? So, interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But that's what we'll be watching next week. So if you have Paramount Plus, please feel free to watch along. Yeah. And I won't. I don't want to keep people any longer because this has gone far. This longer. has gone way longer than I thought it was going to go. I did not think we. We would haven't have... even talked about half the stuff I wanted to talk about. Well, is there anything else you want to bring up really quick? It's way too late now. All right. Because this will spawn a whole new conversation. <laughs> we'll bring up one thing. No, no. We're done. Okay. I know what is going to happen here. <laughs> We're done. Okay. We're done. We'll leave you alone. Go watch the show and let mm-hmm. us know what you think. I want to. I I would be interested what people have to say about it. Yeah. But anyway, have a nice week, and we'll see you next time. Oh, and again, we may be a little late for next week. Right. So, so Halo may come out a few days late. I don't know. It might come. Well, maybe we can record it early and then just let it drop on Tuesday. Maybe we can do something yeah. like that. But if if we get the time. If we have the time. Anyway, love you. Have a nice week. Love you. Bye. Bye.